you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Master Plan. Now we're bringing the fire today. Let's go. Let's go. So week seven, mastering money, brownsies <clears throat> on the on the back half of the break. Um, let's go back to last week, folks. What a tragic week for betting. And by that I mean, listen, we were three for five, right? Three for five last week. Listen, you're hitting about 50%. I, I consider that to be a good week. Um, but we, we legitimately were like two or three points away from hitting all five picks. The Bucks at minus seven, one by six. Can you imagine if the Bucks defense had shot them on that two-point conversion? That would have hit. Can you imagine if the Pittsburgh Steelers had... Scored a touchdown in overtime. Minus four and a half. What a hit. Instead, the Bucks and Steelers picks did not hit, but the Jacksonville plus three and a half, Vikings minus one, and Chiefs minus seven all were winners last week. Um, it was a good week for the for, for the Mastery Money portion of the episode. Um, I mean, you really... You gotta love you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um <clears throat> so you know, of course, so there's a you know, there's a lot of different things. So there's the NFL Sunday challenge, um, which is essentially the Fox Sports Super Bet. And we're gonna add that into the episode. Yeah, you know, because we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that and the Thursday night football challenge. Um because guys, 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 guys. We're trying to win money here. We're trying to make money. Um, we're we're going to go through all of this. Mastery money. Very br- It's brand new, right? This is the, 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 the sixth episode of the series. We're into it for week one. Um, is brand new. And we're developing it as we go. Um, and this is all about making money. Making good picks. Making money. Um, the Fox Super, like the Sunday Challenge and Thursday Football Challenge. Listen. Those are just... Those are just hey, we're 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 gonna take a pod shot here, you know. Like we're not expecting to hit. Um, I mean, we're we got to be near perfect to hit that type of stuff. I did. I was six for six in games last week in the Fox Super Bet, but I did not get any of the scores correct. So got eighteen points out of thirty, but got to get those extra extra twelve points to make it really count. <clears throat> Let's go through our, our betting for the week, though. First off, primarily. <clears throat> All right, I would like to announce that the Broncos and Cleveland, so 
the line's actually been moving all over the place. Um, the over-under is 43.5 at this point. Case Keenum's a starter, and they're playing against the Broncos, who don't score a lot of points. This could be an 18-10 game. I'd hit the under. If you're thinking about doing any over-unders this week, Brownies versus the Broncos on Thursday night. Both these teams are injured to all heck. I bet the Brownies uh, uh, minus. Uh, I take the under. I mean, this is this is the time if you're going to take the under. Um, just just little uh, piece of advice. <clears throat> all right, first bet I like this week: Panthers minus three. So first off, the Panthers beat the bad teams. That's number one. They've beaten the bad team so far this season, right? Um, and that's something they've been pretty good about um, <clears throat> in recent times. I mean, this team, give them credit. They're, they do a lot of stuff well. Uh, according to covers.com slash NFL, which is a website I use to kind of give me a lot of uh, – <clears throat> I use it to give me a lot of extra statistics. So Carolina is favored. Um, uh, favored to win the consensus pick of the week at 77% to cover the spread um, as of right now, which is, you know, you look at that, that's, that's what you want right there. Um, I mean, uh, you just can't, you can't pass that up. I mean, the Giants are plus three. They're one in five against the spread. Carolina's three and three. It is a road game. It's a 1 p.m. game. Carolina needs a win, folks. They need they need a win. Um, and again, they beat the bad teams. They're a solid football team. Um, and you know, you look at their record. They lost to Philly by three, right? They lost to Dallas by eight. They beat the breaks off of Houston, New Orleans, and one by five against New York. So. I mean, to me, I, I think you got to take the Carolina Panthers this week at minus three. I mean, the, the Giants are really not a good football team. They have been playing – they have not been playing well all season long. And you look at their stats, they're 27th in points. They're 15th in yards. They're actually 10th in passing yards, but they're 25th in rush yards. And this uh, – they, they lost Andrew Thomas. He won't be playing this game. And the Carolina run defense, especially that defensive line, has been pretty good. And I think the weakest part of Carolina's offense is that offensive line, and I really don't see that being a place to cash in on for the Giants. I don't think they have a great defensive line. Um, Darnold needs to have a good game, but I think they will. I mean, the Giants' defense has not impressed me at all this season. So, again, I'm mashing Carolina this weekend. I think that the they, I think they might be my potentially my favorite team <clears throat> next but next team i'm taking we got the patriots taking on the jets at home um <clears throat> just so you all know um this happens to be the second highest consensus pick of the week um at 72 percent um again like New England beats the Jets all the time. All the time. They beat the they beat the Jets. New England played a very, very I think they played a good Cowboys team and they took them all the way to overtime. 
Their record against the spread isn't great. They're two and four, but New York is just as bad. They're one and four. Um, New England's offense is a lot of special things. Last time they played Zach Wilson, it did not go well. Now, do I think it will go as badly? No, I don't think it will. I think that the the Jets will they should play better. They're off of a bye, but I just don't think that the Jets are going to be winning this game. It seems like the the Patriots' offense is really hitting their stride. Hopefully, they'll get some offensive linemen back. Um, that will really provide some support um, to this team because again, the Patriots are good, and and this is I mean looked very good last week. Um, not that the Jets have looked bad, but the Patriots look very, very good right now. It's in New England, um, and they're off of a loss. And we need to win. We need to win. So I got New England at minus seven, which, which is a lot of points to eat. If you're going to buy a couple of points, it's a good place to do it. Next team, I w- I'm taking the Falcons at minus three. Um, <clears throat> actually, at this point, it's minus two and a half. Uh, the line has moved. Um, but I guess, you know, we'll come to that if we need to. Um, actually, let me just change it right now. I mean, all the more reason. Minus two and a half for the Falcons. So you look at Miami, they're one and five against the spread. Atlanta's two and three. Um, they're one and one on the road. Miami's 0 and two at home against the spread. Um, oh, sorry. Miami's two and four against the spread. Uh, but they're 0 and two at home. Uh, they, I mean, it seems to me that their defense isn't very good. This could be a shootout, if anything, but Miami's going to have to keep up in that one, which I don't think they will. Um, and and to me, again, like Atlanta coming off of a bye, their offense played well. Um, they're going to utilize Kyle Pitts, I think, in a better manner. Um Calvin Ridley should be back. Uh, again, this is a game that Atlanta should win. I think they will win. They'll win by a touchdown or something like that, maybe more. Um, and Miami's offense is really going to be tested. They're going to have to keep up in this game. So that's going to be a big challenge for two in the offense. Next game, I'm taking the Titans at 5.5, plus 5.5. Um, I picked Tennessee to outright win this week. They're four and two against the spread this season. Kansas City is two and four. They're given five and a half points. So I figure, I mean, they might lose by a field goal, but you still cover. I think they're going to win outright, and here's why. Kansas City's offense is going to be good. I mean, this is going to be a high scoring. This really should be like a. I mean, the over under is 57. I'd hit the over. Like, this is going to be a high octane offense game. Um, and just my reasoning for that is both these teams have the worst defenses. But I feel like Tennessee can always run the football with Derrick Henry. Like they can always run the football with Derrick Henry whenever whenever they need to. Um, that's not true. I think Kansas City's a little bit more volatile. They're a little bit more prone to turnovers. Um, and you're given five and a half points. So I think that that's a big advantage. Again, I think Tennessee's going to outright win this one. Um, but given five and a half points, the lines moved. So Tennessee went from plus four and a half to plus five and a half. I like that. I take Tennessee plus five and a half, um, this weekend, the final game I'm taking the Raiders at home minus three 
against Philly. Um, the Raiders are three and three against the spread. Philly's also three and three. Um, but to me, this feels like the Raiders are at home. And three, like, do you think the Raiders are really going to win this game only by a field goal? Like, the Raiders' offense played so well against the Broncos, who were thought to have a great defense. Philly does not have a great defense. And the Raiders, quite honestly, they impressed me. They were a good team that came back strongly after the whole Gruden situation. Um, And Philly has not impressed me at all this season. So I'm not taking Philly. Um, I'm not taking Philly. And out of all all the late-night matchups, uh, late-afternoon matchups, you look at them. I mean, the point spreads for the other games. We're talking over 10. Um, I don't trust Indy or San Francisco. And this Seattle versus New Orleans game, I feel like, could go any way. Um, I really do like Las Vegas in this one. I think they're going to win by, like, 10 points, maybe more. So I think you hammer that Las Vegas one. And that might be a place where if you're going to buy some points to where you put them. Um, not where you put them, but where you you know, you know give up the other points. You say take the Raiders at minus five. Um, that could be that could be the play. Um, yeah, and then the other guy, I mean, like, listen – the line, Arizona's 17 and a half. I mean, yeah, that's a big spread. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what could happen. Like, that's a huge spread right there. Tampa Bay, 12 and a half points. I mean, that's just, I mean, the Bears lost by 10 last week. That's a huge spread, right? Uh, LA, six, 15 points. So these are big spreads, folks. And we don't play those. All right, the Thursday Night Football Challenge. Who will score the first touchdown? Um, you know, you look at it, the chances that they throw the ball very much this game is low. But, you know, you take into account that Kareem Hunt is injured. He might not play. Case Keenum's a starter. I feel like Denver's gonna gonna gonna, gonna struggle. I'm gonna take Cleveland wide receiver. Which team will have the longest rushing play and how many yards will it be? Um, uh, that's tough. I mean, I kind of want to go Denver. I feel like Cleveland gets a lot of those smaller runs. Again, Nick Chubb not playing. I'm going to take Denver. Uh, and I'm going to go between 31 and 35 yards. Which team will have the most passing yards and how many will they have? I'm going to take the Brownies. I'm going to say Keenum's going to throw anywhere between 226 and 250. Which team will have the longest completion? How many yards will that be? I got to go with the Brownies. I think it's going to be 26 to 30. I don't see a lot of long balls this game. Which team will average the most yards per catch, and what will that average be? Again, I'm going to go with the Brownies. Um, I'm going to take 8.1 to 9. Who will win and by how many points? I'll take the Browns by three to four. Again, yeah, you got no clue what's happening there. Um, that's a tough one. All right, the Super Sunday Challenge. Tennessee, Kansas City. Um, so obviously I'm taking Kansas City, uh, or I'm taking the Titans. Um, and I think they'll probably win. Let's go with the by a touchdown, seven or nine points. Um Washington football team, Packers. I think the Packers probably win by 10 to 14 um, this game. Maybe even more. Um, it's a big spread, but I'm taking – taking. I just think that the Packers are just a far better team. Panthers are Giants, so I'm going to take the 
the Panthers. Um, honestly, they'll probably win by. I mean, this could be a blowout. I'm gonna go with ten to fourteen again. I really do think Carolina is the superior team right here. I mean, just does not feel like a game the Giants are gonna win. New England Patriots playing the Jets. Um. I'm going to take the Patriots. And remember, they got to cover. Um, I, I think they're going to win by 15 to 21. I mean, I think they'll probably win by 17 points. Probably like a you know, 30 to... What is it? 30 to 13? Yeah, something like that. Um, Falcons, Dolphins. Um... I mean, I think the Falcons probably win by five to six. It's gonna be a close game. Um, maybe I'll take seven to nine. They'll win by a touchdown. Put them up by a TD. Colts Niners. Yikes. Um, I'm gonna take the Niners probably by by a field goal, three to four. It's a tough game. I don't like this one. It's gonna be tough to pick, but I'm gonna take the Niners. Submit those. We'll see what happens. Um, those are all locked. Um. I can edit them, of course, but they're locked. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I don't. <sighs> That's tough. All right, we'll be back after the break with, the, with my thoughts on the brownies. See you then. Welcome back after the break. So, we're talking about the brownies. Um, <sighs> my, I mean... Dan Orschlovsky, as Pat Mack, he likes to say. He was on, oh, what is he on? First take, get up. No, he's on one of them. And he said, he goes, the Browns are the most disappointing team in the NFL this season. It's a hot take. Um, don't necessarily disagree with it, though. Um, you look at the Browns. I mean, this was a team, right, last year, made it to the divisional round, right? Supposed to be, I don't know, one of the better teams in the NFL this season. I mean, a bunch of people picked them for the Super Bowl, right? And they've been, they're 3-3. Three and three. You look at the Browns' schedule coming up. And, you know, with the potential of losing um, tonight against the Broncos, right? Because I wouldn't say at this point anyone knows who's going to win this game. You got two back. You got a backup starting for the Browns. That it's just you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if Case Keenum's going to be good. If you don't know Case Keenum's going to be Case Keenum, and that's the reason why he's not in the NFL, um, in the NFL on a regular basis. Um, so I mean, you don't know which Case Keenum is going to show up, and. If you're saying, right, if you're saying that the Browns fall to three and four, then they take on the Steelers, who have been playing better football, then they take on the Bengals, and then the Patriots. I mean, those are four tough games. They take on the Patriots away, Bengals away, and you got some division games. I mean, the Browns, this is a tough portion of the schedule because then they play the Lions, then they got the Ravens again. I mean, this is, I mean, folks, this is not, it's not set in stone, right? They've, they, and then they play the Ravens by week, Ravens again. 
and then they play the Raiders, the Packers, the Steelers, the Bengals um, to finish the season. So it's not a foregone conclusion that the Bengal or that the Browns are are going to make the playoffs at this point. You look at the division, right? The Ravens are the best team in the AFC right now at five and one. The Bengals are four and two, and they don't have a super difficult schedule this season. So they're going to keep winning football games. The Steelers are three and three. You can't count them out because they're playing good football, right? They're they're playing good football. The Steelers are, and you know I don't think they're going to necessarily make the playoffs, but they're going to provide at least a challenge to the Browns in in divisional games. They always do. And now you're talking, oh, well, this game against the, the, the Broncos, you look at the schedule, this should have been a, a, a one on one where you look at, you know, okay, we can win this one. We're definitely going to win this one. We might win this one, right? This is one that was in that win column early on in the season. And now that you're shifting that over into, you know, who knows? That's a problem. And I think the biggest problem is, is when, you know, when you look at the Browns, um, You look at the Browns. What, what's the biggest problem, right? Well, they have injuries, but so does every team. So you can't, I don't want to hear about the injuries, all right? I do want to hear about, and let's look at the Browns. Let's look at their contracts because this is key, right? This is absolutely key. Baker Mayfield right now, so his contract expires in 2023. So he's still got the rest of this season, next season, and the following season. He's on a four-year, $32 million deal. John Johnson, you know, he's there till 2024. Three years. So some of these guys, Chris Hubbard, he's injured right now, right? That, I mean, like these are big contracts. Like the Browns, you look at their salary cap right now, right? Look at the salary cap right now, right? So in terms of salary cap hits, this year for Baker, it's not that big. Right? This cap it's ten million dollars. Odell's fifteen. Conklin's thirteen. Treader's eleven. Right? Danzo all these guys aren't done big done a big um big contracts, right? You got the injury reserved, Landry Hubbard, Hunt. Um, but in terms of their salary cap, right? The twenty twenty one is one eighty the salary cap of the NFL is one eighty two five hundred thousand, right? That's, that's, I mean, that's just what it is. Um, their total, their total salary cap at this moment is $138 million, right? They have plenty of cap space right now, right? But going forward, that's going to be difficult because you're now locked in to Baker Mayfield. I and mean, if you look at the multi-year summary, and again, sports track, incredible website if you're going to go to any website this is the website to go to right so you know let's let's look at their multi-year summary um so baker mayfield um oh wait maybe he didn't sign a contract did he i thought he did okay maybe he didn't um Oh, maybe I'm wrong. He's still on his he's he's still on his rookie deal. Let me apologize. Baker Mayfield is still on his rookie deal. Let me let me backtrack. He's still on his rookie deal. Next year he is due $18 million, right? 
But at some point, you're going to have to pay him, right? And typically, you know, when, you know, his fifth-year option, right? You're either going to pick that up and you're going to re-sign him or you're going to move on, right? You're not going to waste a year, right? That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Um, and, you know, Nick Chubb's through 2024, right? But Kareem Hunt, after next season, you know, he's an, he's a UFA. Case Keenum, you know, what are you going to do about him? He's a UFA, right? Um, those, are, those are big right there. Jarvis Landry, after next season, is a UFA. Odell, after the 2023 season. Um, so, you know, there there are, you know, contracts, right? Like Donovan People-Jones, like he's going to be asking for a bigger contract, right? We know that. That's a fact. Um, and Joku is due. Um, let's see. Treaders, Treader and Batonio after next season, right? Hubbard, so after this season, Wyatt Teller after this season, he's gonna ask for a contract, right? Um, those are, those are big names. Miles Garrett signed, um, but again, so the point I'm trying to make here is you look at their multi-year summary right now, and and listen, they they look they look all right, but the, but the, the but the problem is is I look at you know, and then you gotta sign Denzel Ward again, and. and Yada, 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 right? Um, I look at Baker Mayfield, and I and I say to myself, okay, is Baker Mayfield worth a big contract? No, he's not, right? And that kind of tells me, okay, what, what, what does this mean? What does this mean for the Browns, right? If you re-sign Baker, you're stuck with Baker, right? And he's not going to take a small contract, right? If the Browns re-sign Baker, you're paying him, Let's think about this. So he's he's getting paid what, like ten million dollars a year this year? I think it's something like that. Um, he is making ten million dollars in twenty twenty one. He's not taking anywhere less, in my opinion, one hundred percent nothing less than twenty five million dollars. He's gonna he's gonna ask for at least thirty. $20 million. Are you willing to pay Baker Mayfield $30 million a year on average, of course, because it goes up and down as, as, the, as the contract goes, right? Are you willing to pay Baker Mayfield $30 million a year? No, he's not that good, right? He's not good enough for that amount of money. Look at what he's done this season. Let's check out his stats because I really want to get into this, right? This is why the Browns are three and three. This is why they're struggling. Um, Right? I mean, you look at them, they have a good run game, right? They have they have a good run game, right? But in games where you need to throw the football, right? In games where you need to throw the football, what what's happening, right? What, uh, like, what is happening? Because Baker, the, so far this season, he's completing a decent... You know, he's, he's, he's thrown for over 300 only twice. He's thrown for under 200 once, right? That's not great. And the rest, he's I mean, he's thrown for under 250 four times, right? He only has on the season six passing touchdowns through six games. That's not great, right? He has one rushing touchdown, 
but overall he's not he's not playing great football right he's not he's not playing great football right now and you look at him over his career you know last season was his best season 11 and 5 excellent job all the credit to him right this season yeah he's completing more balls sure but and his yards per attempt and actually all that stuff is up all of this is up wow i can't believe he's actually statistically playing better than he was last season in terms of pass that's crazy wow i'm actually surprised about that but that should tell you he's not the reason why this team is winning right the reason this team wins they have a great best offensive line in the league and two incredible running backs not because of baker baker's not the answer it's official we knew it he's not the answer for this team this team if i were the browns right and i look at okay what quarterbacks could get us the job done to me let's think about it. what one name comes to mind right there are a bunch of you you need to get a quarterback right and you don't need a quarterback who can do a lot of different things right but you need someone who's better than baker now you could go and draft one but in the league you are in today you want a quarterback who knows a league potentially mobile or someone connects to the organization already. Like a Kirk Cousins, and I know you guys know I love Kirk Cousins, and but he's actually a great option. Think about it. Kevin Stefanski, the head coach of the Browns, was the offensive coordinator for Kirk Cousins, right, when they made the playoffs, right, in that 2019 season. Kirk Cousins is playing great football. You look at him right now, I mean, can you imagine if Kirk Cousins was on the Browns, right? Just as effective as running of a, of a running game, right? And great receivers right both these teams have both of those things right but a better offensive line right and kirk cousins plays great with a great offensive line and better play calling right but the browns would be improved as well think about them you have a quarterback who's actually comfortable in the pocket and is courageous right baker ain't that um the browns are injured right now they're running into a lot of problems miles garrett's a tank but the rest of the team just isn't playing where it needs to be playing. This team needs to get better, right? Because I don't know if a 10-7 and 7 is going to be good enough to make the playoffs this season, right? And right now, that means they go 7-4 and four in their last, you know, I mean, that's not bad. 7-4, and four, I mean, you're winning a good portion of those remaining games. Um, I have concerns about the Browns, and especially if they lose tonight, that bodes for bad things going forward because you're three and four now. You're bottom of the division, and you got to start clawing your way back against teams that are very, very capable of beating you. So it's not panic time, but the Browns need to really wake up right now. I mean, you made the playoffs. Congrats. You won a playoff game. Congrats. That's not it. That's not the end of the road. It's time to move on. So, anyways. Anyways, thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. You all know what's up. We'll be back soon with more great sports content. Thank you. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.